Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God. My head is so scrambled. I apologize in advance because I thought this episode was going to go one way when I talked about that dream that I had in episode 33 where I just experienced another lifetime in a dream for 40 years. I had this little bit of information, right, that I knew was key, that I knew I wanted to share, that was a bit of an update that makes things really head fuckable. I'm sorry. I don't know how else to say it and I'm really freaking out right now. But what I wanted to do is just like go back today and just look at the little diary entries and like little videos I left for myself way in the beginning when I started opening up to all the psychic stuff. And I'm just blown away. There are so many more links to this dream that are relevant to my life right now that I'm just... I'm stupefied. I'm speechless. So it's great that I've come on a freaking microphone right now to talk about it, right? When I don't even know what to say. (laughs) I am just, I think I'm in a little bit of shock. And I was going to compose myself and read everything and see everything before getting on the microphone today. But I couldn't help myself because I just wanted to experience this with you in real time. I'm processing this live right now, okay? My name is Lydia, you're listening to Psychic-ish. This is the podcast where I talk about what it was like for me to be psychic as a kid and in denial about it. And then I sort of share how my abilities are developing now that after 21 years of experiencing this stuff, I'm actually opening myself up to it and accepting a very big part of my life. So that sounds like a little bit of you. Keep listening. However, if you haven't listened to the last episode, episode 33, you really won't understand what I'm talking about today. So I recommend going back and listening to that one before you listen to this one. I think that one's a goodie. So I don't think you would have wasted your time at all in doing so. So you need to bear with me, okay? This episode might be a bit of a long one. So get comfy, get some snackaroos. <laughs> I promise. I've never said that word in my life. I'm just working with lots of Australians now, okay? So I feel like their accent is seeping in and so is their lingo. <laughs> um, there was one thing that I wanted to add on to last week's episode, one little detail that's actually quite a big one. <laughs> so I don't know why I forgot to say it, but it's to do with giving birth in the dream. Because I know I said that in every pregnancy dream that I'd had up until that one. I'd never actually gone through with the birth. I'd get to the labor and I'd wake up. Now, in every other dream that I'd had where something terrible would happen, like I know I touched on in like episode 15 or something like that way, 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 way long ago, I had lots of dreams of 
shootings before I moved to North America. And I think that's pretty fair given the climate over here. It's just a fair fair to have. <laughs> what a good pun. Um, but not a good topic to put a pun on top of. <laughs> um, I'd get shot in dreams and not feel it. So I'd pass away in dreams and I wouldn't feel anything. When it came to the birth in that dream that I talked about in the last episode, I felt everything. I felt pain. I felt anguish. I felt desperation. I felt everything. And I think in that moment when I was giving birth and feeling it, I think that was probably the realization for me that this was more than a dream, you know, because I'd never felt pain in a dream before. So that's just one little thing that I didn't want to leave out because it felt important to me. Now, I said you're going to have to bear with me and you are. In order to kind of grasp absolutely everything, I kind of need to go back to the basics. It's kind of irrelevant, but spirit guides do come up a lot in conversation today. In conversation? In conversation with myself today. Spirit guides come up a lot. <laughs> Fuck. I talk about spirit guides a lot and I realize that I've never actually talked about the first time I talked to spirit guides on here and I think it's because well I know it's because my first experience talking to them or the first time I met one I should say was like six months before I started the podcast and they came through specifically to give me advice on the podcast what to talk about how to be myself and what I'm actually trying to achieve through this whole thing and I don't know they just seemed like a bit of a business manager at the time so you can understand why they've never really come up in conversation before because I didn't think it'd be very interesting for you to be honest <laughs> but through that experience is kind of how I started asking the universe for signs and that's what you kind of need to know before getting into the nitty-gritty of the episode so let's touch on that. So we're going back to 2021. What a time. At this stage of my life, I must have just had Dan's grandma come through to me and be a really lovely, comforting presence. And I started to realize that I wasn't actually as scared as I thought I was about developing this whole stuff. And I was really, really intrigued by spirit guides because my thought was at the time that if I was psychic I would have met my spirit guides you know and so the spirit guide saga was kind of like my cornerstone in a sense of proving to myself that I wasn't psychic like whenever anything would happen that was a bit more of a coincidence or if I woke up in the middle of the night and saw something, I'd kind of tell myself, well, Lydia, you haven't met your spirit guides, so you're not actually psychic. That was your imagination. So I think it was very comfortable to have that thought in the back of my mind, but I was getting a little bit, I was getting a little bit antsy. Like I just wanted to 
know what it was like to see them. I'd been told by people before that they could see my spirit guides and I kind of felt that to be kind of condescending because to me it felt like they were denying my abilities because like they could see something that I couldn't but at the same time I was in denial about my abilities so there was a whole lot of insecurity and taking things personally and a lot of emotions floating around just a lot of confusion yeah that's probably the best way to describe it just a lot of confusion so I'd had this little book for a while because usually if I walk past like a spiritual or metaphysical bookshop, I always go in because I like to test, (laughs) far out, I like to test the people there because I assume that the people working at those kind of shops are psychic and I wonder if they can tune in and know that I am too. Like I think I'd always go into those shops waiting for someone to approach me and say, huh, you're psychic too to give myself that kind of validation. But what I'd find growing up is that I'd walk into one of those shops with a sister or a friend, people behind the counter would take one look at me and walk out back. Like they would not approach me and they'd talk to my sister, they'd talk to my mum. But if I went to go and talk to them, they'd just walk away. And I always found it really kind of offensive and intriguing at the same time because on one hand I was like do they just think they can't fool me or are they getting messages that they can't talk to me I don't know I just always had that um I feel like I've said curiosity about five times but it was it was just a curiosity so There was this one bookshop in Wellington that I'd go past on my way to and from university and then my way to and from work. And if I had kind of a good week where I didn't spend too much money on food and alcohol, I'd go and buy a book from there. And there was one book about spirit guides, I think. Was it? It must have been. And I bought it trying to you know, connect to my spirit guides. And I was about 21. And I'm taking links before I'm even giving the groundwork of the episode. Anyway, (laughs) I bought this little book when I was 21. And I had always had it sitting there. I'd always wanted to sit and kind of try and meet my spirit guides for a few years, but I was too scared. So here I am, 2021, Some of that fear had gone away. It was time for me to get going, you know, time for me to start communicating, see if spirit guides are actually a thing or not for me, because I wasn't convinced yet. I think the funny thing is as well, is that as much as people would tell me they could see my spirit guides, as much as I was in denial that I was psychic, I did trust my intuition more than anyone else's because I know myself, I know my experiences and I, I'd known what I'd been through and I always backed myself, probably not in the best way, but I really trust what I think and what I know has happened to me more than what someone else tells me has happened to me, if that makes sense. So I... Yeah, I was more cynical 
going into this because I know other people had told me that I had spirit guides, but I wondered if that was just something they tell everyone, you know, and I was just like, oh, I want to be special. (laughs) I'm making no sense. I'm so scared for the rest of this episode. I don't know where it's going to go. Anyway, so what I did the first time that I tried to meet my spirit guides was I sat down, I put a timer on my phone and it was in the middle of the day and I thought that I had to have a straight back because in all the meditation videos I'd seen, everyone sits with incredible posture. So I remember sitting on the floor of my bedroom with my back up against my bed to be really straight and I did a lot of research beforehand in terms of like how to connect to your spirit guide. So I looked it up online and I read this little book that I'd gotten a few years before. And I just did a mixture of all the things that had been said in the stuff that I'd read. So I sat there and I lit a candle to sort of document the beginning of a session and I looked into the flame with an intention of bringing a spirit guide forward. And then I said out loud that I invited my spirit guides of the highest vibration that have my best interests at heart to come forward and talk with me today. And I'd say that three times. And then I undid my little mind hat like I'd been shown in a dream years before. And I imagined walking up seven steps so I pictured seven steps in my mind walked up them and as I got to the top I started hearing a voice that wasn't my own now you know all of this because I've talked to you about it before I've talked to you about it when I've had my episodes about automatic writing and things like that you know that I was really skeptical when a voice would come through so How should I go about this? I'll read you what happened. Um, In the first few instances I had with this spirit guide, because after I started the podcast, he moved on. Like I never saw him again. But it definitely made me start to believe in the whole spirit guide thing. I know you're probably thinking, where the hell is Lydia going with this? But there is a way forward. I promise you, just trust me. We're getting there. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) I even have like my little stuffed lamb, my little lammy that protected me from ghosts as a kid, like on the side table. And he's just like staring at me like this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is from my little psychic development journal. On June 29th of 2021, I say, I started by lighting a candle surrounding myself in an orb of protective light and asked for protection. I asked that only beings of the highest vibration come forward in hope of talking to my spirit guide. I then imagined seven steps and walked up them, counting them, and unwrapped my head and waited. (laughs) Great wording, Lydia. He talked to me so quickly that I questioned it at first. I was hesitant. But once he started talking, he wouldn't stop. For the whole 20 minutes, he was giving such clear guidance and wisdom about approaching this next podcasting step that I was worried I wouldn't be able to remember everything afterwards. 
He said, that's okay, because subconsciously the knowledge will still be there and guide me. I'm so thinking that I've talked about this before, but that's okay. I'm not going to take up too much of your time. We'll we'll go onwards. <laughs> he gave me three signs that he's with me. It was the sign for today, I'll be seeing your smile. Did I say the sign? The song for today, I'll be seeing your smile. Um, yeah, I remember singing into the microphone before. Oh gosh, I'll be quick. I promise. I hate I've never repeated myself on here before, but that's okay. It's all part of the story. It's all right. He also gave me the sign of the color purple and the image of an eye or an ear. And in brackets, that's how I communicate to the spirit world. He told me not to worry about podcasting, not to force it, that everything's happening as it should. I just needed to get a microphone because I was ready. He wasn't sold on the name yet. Um... But he said that it was going to do a lot of good and that's what I should focus on. I told him that it seemed intimidating, kind of like the Tongariro crossing. And he said to imagine it like the crossing and just do 10% each day, a few steps closer. And then before I know it, I've achieved it. I don't have to know everything before I start. I just have to start. I then say, I'm sure more was talked about, but I'm tired now. I closed by thanking him for his guidance, time and advice and laughs. He laughed saying he's always here. He's in the universe with me. I thanked him again and walked down the seven steps, counting as I went. I imagined myself in protective light again and wrapped my head back up, clapped around me, blew out the candle and sprayed some lavender around the room. I do none of that now. Like now I just sit on my bed and I'm like, hello, who wants to come forward? And people come forward. He said, just start by being open about the things you're doing to try and develop your intuition and then record your experiences. That's it. I hope he's proud because that's what I'm doing. (laughs) I see him nodding and saying, I am, I am. (laughs) I also saw myself making... Um, no, oh, he also told me to have fun, live life. Woo! <laughs> so, what goes on is I have a few interactions with this first spirit guide, and I only hear him. But I think it takes this is in June, it takes up until September of 2021 for me to actually see him for the first time. And it, it it was kind of like, it was kind of like how I've talked about seeing my granddad in the past. Like when I saw him, he wouldn't talk, but I'd see what he looked like. Like I could see that he was a man in his early 30s and he just wouldn't give me much information about himself. You know, like he wasn't there to talk about him. He was just there to prove that he was a spirit guide and here to help me with this whole podcasting thing. That was his mission. And so I trusted him on that. I didn't read into it, you know. And then after I started recording the podcast, he just disappeared. And what, it's been like over a year now and I haven't seen him again. So Every now and again, I'd wonder if he was sending me little messages, like I'd see 
what I thought was his name on a number plate followed by angel numbers and wonder if that was angel numbers he was trying to send me. But I might just play you now like a little snippet of um, a recording that I, well, I took a little video recording way back when, back in September 2021, of another experience I had with the spirit guide. And I just want to share it with you now. I just did a little 20 minutes, um, a little 20 minute session and it was at night. So I was kind of worried that like a, something scary might come through, but it actually ended up just being me seeing my spirit guide for the first time. Um, I really think his name is Leo and I was just like, because I've been seeing lions everywhere and I also really like that name and I'm just seeing, um, just as I was thinking that I just glanced up at my little bookshelf and ages ago my sister got my boyfriend like a little tiny stuffed lion <laughs> and it's just been sitting there this whole time so it's kind of like he's been looking over me this whole time so I don't know if that audio was any good <laughs> but I end up talking about what the spirit guide who I thought his name was Leo what he kind of advised me on that day and that was more personal life kind of stuff about my past and stuff like that and I was still hesitant to believe that this wasn't all a figment of my imagination so I sat down and I decided to write a letter to the universe to ask for a sign and I still have the sign written in front of me <laughs> funny it says dear universe please send me an obvious sign either literally or figuratively of a lion within the next 48 hours to show that my spirit guide leo is looking out for me and our sessions aren't just a figment of my imagination. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Love, Lydia. And then over the next 48 hours, I was kind of hoping to see a lion, but like also not wanting to overthink it. And I remember at the time we were watching Squid Game and there was this episode where these characters all come in and they're wearing like really embellished masks of animals and I didn't think about it at the time because I was really tired, but I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if there was a lion's mask in that episode. And I thought about trying to look it up online and like scrub through all the screens to see the animals that were in this episode, but I didn't want to jinx it because I knew that if I did that and found it, then I would have thought that, you know, I kind of forced myself to see the sign, if that makes sense. So I just thought that if I was really meant to see the sign, that my spirit guide would send me another one. And that night we were watching the next episode of Squid Game and I was sitting there and I was just like, okay, I hope there's like a little bit of a refresher from last week about what went down 
last week, from the last episode about what went down and maybe they'll show these animal heads. And there was a refresher and I saw some people in these animal masks, but I didn't see a lion. So I was a little bit disappointed and I had like this little book of crosswords in front of me and I was like looking through it, wondering if there was going to be like a picture of a lion or something. And then I was doing that for like 10 minutes and I was like, Lydia, this is rubbish. Like you're not going to believe that this is a sign if this is how you go about it. So I just shut the book, watched the show. About half an hour later, I got bored and opened the book again and just started doing a crossword. And then in the crossword, there was a clue that read lion zodiac sign. And the answer was Leo. (laughs) So not only did I get a sign of the lion, but there was the added like Leo part of it that I took as confirmation that my spirit guide's name was in fact Leo. And about two minutes after that, I remember it being quick, looked up on the screen, the same characters were there with all those animal masks and there was one with a lion. So I had seen the sign the night before, I just hadn't registered it. I'd sort of refrained from looking up more signs in the morning just to see if that's actually what I'd seen and then I got like the clearest sign of my life so I remember sending my sister Soph like this little video afterwards just being like I just told Dan about this cool sign that I got but he's really uninterested and I know you will be (laughs) and I actually watched that before that's how my memory is so great about this little thing anyway that was kind of the last of it. So yeah, like every now and again now, like I remember when we were living in Vancouver, there was this car that was always parked in our street and its number plate was Leo 22. And I was just, I don't know, I'd walk past it and I'd wonder if it was a sign from him. But then I thought like I'd had so many other spirit guides come through since then that I didn't even know if he was around me anymore. So I was just, you know, noted it down as a coincidence. You probably can sense where this is going. But it gets fucked and I'm actually crying. So... Today, on the time of recording, it's the 27th of May. That episode last week came out on the 17th. A few months ago, I did a little open mind hat. (laughs) Here are my notes. This is where things get a little weird, okay? So just, just bear with me. So not this week, but a few months beforehand, I'd meditated and I'd asked for my spirit guides to come through. And Leo did. And it had been a while. I was like, hey, Leo. 
like, what's going on? What you been up to? Kind of thing. And I was kind of excited. Like I thought he was here to talk to me about the podcast or just tell me that he was proud of how things were going because we've been doing this for over a year now, you know, and I probably wouldn't have started it without his reassurance in the beginning and his kick up the ass, really. (laughs) His kick up my ass, not the other way around. I'm not going around kicking the ear thinking that I'm kicking spirit guides in the ass. (laughs) Oh, I'm mental. (laughs) Anyway... We were just sitting there talking and I can't remember what it was about, but I saw him in like a little bit more detail. Like I could see his face a little bit more clearly. I could see his hair a little bit more clearly. And I noticed that he had an Australian accent and I hadn't noted that before. I hadn't realized that before. Whenever he'd talked to me, it was definitely a manly accent, but out of the blue now he's Australian (laughs) that also might be because my colleagues now are Australian and it's leaking into my psychic life too I don't know who knows but he weirdly just started dropping the word mum at the end of sentences and I was just like this is a little weird and I had seen I've met my spirit babies before I've I know that there could be a son in my future So I asked him, I was like, are you a future son of mine? And he just goes, huh? No, you've already been my (laughs) mum. Oh no, don't cry. (laughs) And I sat there for a few moments and started to connect the dots I made the connection that he was the boy from that dream from last week and I got shivers like I always do surprise surprise and he told me that he's my spirit guide now I asked him then if I was going to be a good mum and he said I was the best And I cried. (laughs) And I think we hugged. I think we hugged. And the session stopped there. But this week that I started that recording, so this is about a month later now, I hadn't seen him since. And I'd had a chat with um, a different guide the day before. And I think I felt his presence there. Like I felt like he was kind of lingering in the background. Um, But he hadn't said anything. So on this day, on the 11th of May, I have noted here that I walked up the stairs today and opened the door and he was sitting at the end of the table. So I've said that before, right? That right in the beginning when I started having these little mind hat sessions, I'd walk up seven steps and I'd just see someone there. But that has kind of evolved over time to walking up seven steps and having like a boardroom table and whoever's sitting at the table is like with me on my meeting for that day. You know, like it's very professional. It's not very imaginative or creative. It's very white collar and very boring. But he just came up with the goods, um... He said he'd made a promise to me in that lifetime to look over me and my next. And here we are. 
He said we were both psychic in that lifetime, but he developed it, whereas I kind of shut it off. So he's still alive and chatting to me when I want to connect. I wonder now if we talk in real time or if it's kind of like some weird little pre-recorded message. I don't know, this goes beyond my cognition. (laughs) He said he and Michelle and the kids are doing well, that they've moved to the Gold Coast. We had lived in Sydney, which is why I always feel like it's my home. He was my first spirit guide because of the connection we had. He said I had the dream at the age of 21 because that was when I was starting to wake up to all this stuff. And even though I wasn't dabbling in it then, it was kind of the catalyst for me opening up to my psychic abilities and believing there was something more out there. My language changed when I was speaking to him. I was calling him darling and baby. I miss him. (laughs) This is so weird. Because, like, if I want to talk to him, he's there. Like, I can. He was there at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) He said, this is my lifetime to have fun, to live out all my creative dreams. He said that I've always been creative in each lifetime. In his lifetime, I was an artist. I was a painter. In this lifetime, I get to live it all out. He said I'm going to write books. And that they'll do well. And then I'll probably take a back seat and write children's books when I have some kind of strong financial standing. He said my life's going to be a mess, but a good mess. And my kind of relaxation is doing creative things anyway, so I should just keep on doing creative things. He said that's, I say here that that's all I remember, and I thanked him for being there. He said his dad was never around in that other life, and I got the feeling that he had passed away. At the end of this little note here, I just have, thank you for coming through, my boy, always here. Oh, no, that's what he said. I say, thank you for coming through, my boy. And he said, always here, mum. Catch ya. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is fucked. Somehow, in that dream, there was real life. <laughs> I had a boy. His name's Leo. (laughs) We lived in Sydney. We're both psychic. I shut it off. He kept it going. And he made a promise to look over me in this lifetime. In my next lifetime. So, I'm just sitting here being like, is he still around? Because... I buckled last week and I talked to my sister and gave her the extra information just because she really wanted to know what the details were. She thought she should have sister privileges and I put a vote on my Instagram and you guys were like 
really wanting me to give her the info. I was like, oh, I'm usually harsher than this. Like I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> if it wasn't for you guys, she wouldn't know anything just like you didn't. Um, but she was like convinced that he'd passed away. And I was just like, no, no, he's alive. Like I have, I know when energy comes through to me, if it's someone who's passed and he does not give that energy. Like I know it in my stomach. So that's something I'm just trying to grapple with right now. That's all the information I knew before starting the episode today. Okay. But what do I do before getting on the microphone? I start listening to all the little videos that I took about meeting my spirit guide for the first time. My spirit guide, Leo. I talk about this one video about how I'd found this book in my room that was about spirit guides. And when I was 21, I really wanted to meet my spirit guides. I'm just going to play this for you. (laughs) I'm just going to play it for you because it's just. Okay, I can't find it. Scratch that. In this video, I talk about how I wanted to start meeting my spirit guides when I was 21. Okay. Oh, how condescending. Was that okay? Okay. Like I sounded like some kind of therapist. (laughs) I wanted to start meeting my spirit guides when I was 21. I don't remember this at all. I remember buying that little book about spirit guides. I remember finding it in my other flat in 2021, not in 2017. (laughs) I had bought that book on how to meet my spirit guides at the same time that I had that dream where I got stuck. The timing is blowing my mind right now. Like, did I just have that dream on its own to start my curiosity with all of this? Did that make me want to see that there was something more out there? Or did I have that dream because I actively went and bought a book about spirit guides, wanted to meet my spirit guides, but was too scared to kind of go about it? And so then I end up having this dream. Like, what was it? Okay. Leo just said you did it. How does like a 21-year-old girl's curiosities spark all of this? He said you were always going to have that curiosity. It was just a matter of time. He said you were always going to figure all of this out. You said you had some control and you didn't. (laughs) Like, you had some control over it, but some you didn't. 
Oh, this is screwed up. My name's Lydia. You've been listening to Psychic Ish. I'll have a question box up on my Instagram at Psychic Ish Podcast tomorrow for you to ask any questions, share any thoughts or theories that you have about today's episode. Best of luck getting to sleep tonight. I'll see you in two weeks.